What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode. And before we start this episode, I want to encourage all our listeners to please subscribe and rate our channel. We definitely appreciate that. Also, feel free to give us feedback. Like I said, all three of those things, we definitely appreciate it. I just want to start the show off and let you guys know. And um, here's another episode. I hope you all enjoy it. On the way to the top floor. I ain't selling out though, but I'm on the way. Got a lot of real, must motivate. Hold all the moves, I'ma play play. On the way. On the way to the big check, you ain't know I'm up next when I'm on the way. You ain't take risks cause you too afraid. I'ma just eat till I'm overweight. On the way. On the way. What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of the Millionaire Mindsets Podcast. I am your host, Xavier Miller, sitting with my co-host, Deanna. Hey, everybody. And today, it will be another valuable, valuable episode on a subject that I love to talk about, and that is tech. And we have uh, Paris Athena. She is the creator of Black Tech Twitter. She's the founder of Black Tech Pipeline. She's a front-end developer, and she's out and on the East Coast right now. So welcome to the show. We're we, we super, super excited to bring you on today. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, one of one of our one of the first questions we always ask our guests when we bring them on the show is so like what was the start to doing everything you're doing right now? What was the start of that? What was what was the uh, thing that that like you like this is what I want to do? Um, so we're we talking about Black Tech Twitter or sure. sort of like how I got into tech? how you got into tech? How you got into tech? Okay, so I knew that I wanted to be involved in the technology industry, just knowing that if you don't have a technological background, you're probably going to get left behind. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really scary for me as, as a person of color. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I kind of, I joined a boot camp and I dedicated all my time and put all my effort into learning how to code in eight weeks. Wow. And then my career took off from there. So, yeah, it was more like I was, I was shook. <laughs> I was like, I have to, I have to gain this skill set, or else I might be in trouble. Wow, you learned in eight weeks. That's crazy. How old were you when you started? Twenty five, twenty six. How old am I? I'm <laughs> <laughs> but that's crazy. Eight weeks. That's that's crazy. Was it difficult? It was extremely difficult. It was an intense program because if you think about it, you want to learn four years worth of. Um, computer science uh, in, a, in a span of eight weeks because it's a boot camp. So um, mm. there was a lot of sacrifice. I wasn't going out. I was like constantly studying. I had tons of assignments, uh, tests. Uh, it was crazy. But I mean, I did it. It was mm-hmm. very stressful. Lots of tears. Blood, sweat, and tears. I'm sure it was, definitely, it was definitely worth it. Right, exactly. It definitely was. Yeah, yeah so... Uh, so for the for, I know you're a front end developer as well, and I want you to pretty much kind of like discuss that for like the people who probably are not that aware of like what a front end developer is when they hear terms like that. Yeah, um, so a front end developer, I build what the user sees. So like I I like to say I make websites sexy. So mm. you know I get a design from a designer and I bring that to life through code, and that's the client side code. So. When you go onto a website and the buttons and the images, the headers, everything you see, that's what I bring to life, basically. Wow. Um, yeah. I like I like your line. You said you make you make websites sexy. That's dope. Yeah. That's, that's what I like to say. 
<laughs> that's dope. And like, like with tech, I feel like it's such a like. That's why I, I, like we talk about finance, real estate, a lot of stuff on this podcast. But I like I love talking about tech too because I feel like that's a field that the black community we kind of like. I feel like we missing out on a lot of opportunities, and I don't want that opportunity to pass us by. It's like too late, and it's something new, and like we mm-hmm. we missed our opportunity in the tech realm. So that's why I love like bringing people on the show like you to dis- discuss like some of the things you're doing. And do you feel like uh, being a black woman in the tech community, do you, like, what are the challenges that you face? Um, like, besides constantly needing to learn because technology is always progressing and updating mm-hmm. and changing, but besides the learning curve, it's more like, it's very difficult for me to be the only black person, not even the only black woman, just the only black person in a company. Mm. To me, it's like, I just feel like I'm on exhibit. Like an animal at, a, at the zoo almost because, you know, you're surrounded by all these white men and women and then they see this black person. It's my first day, you know, I'm coming into the office and they're like, whoa, like, there's someone different now. And all eyes are on you and, you know, people don't conversate with you and, it, and you wonder like, you know, how come they're not introducing themselves to me? Are they scared of me? Mm. You know, do they, I don't know. You have all these questions that run through your head, right. you know? That's a challenge for me, just feeling accepted or like I'm part of something. I don't mm. feel that when I go start at any company right. ever. So how 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 like how do you get over that? I I don't think I have. Really? I don't think I will. Um, you know, I just left my second job um, mm. as a developer. At the first, at my first job, I was at a startup and it was ran by all women, all women, but they were all white women. Mm-hmm. And even then, as a woman myself, I did, like, I think I experienced more racism there than I have in a community with both white men and white women. Really? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, they, they would, <laughs> they would say things that, uh, it's just so ignorant. It's yeah. just so ignorant. And, uh, it's, it's, <laughs> I can tell um, you. I can tell you getting frustrated all over again. Yeah, I don't wow. know. It's not fun. Have you um ever considered like starting your own company or working for yourself rather than working with these companies? That's what I would love to do. Like with Black Tech Pipeline, that's mm-hmm. my that's like my goal is to be able to um work on that full time mm-hmm. um, and just provide opportunity to other Black people in the technology industry and hopefully and get more more black people into the technology industry. Mm. Um, so, but as I'm not a business person, that's not my background. Okay. I went from acting to being a wax specialist, you know, <laughs> and then I got it. I learned how to code in eight weeks and from there. So now I need to learn like about business. business. I need to learn about finance. I need to network with those people because they're the experts. So I need that knowledge. So that's what I'm learning now. But that mm. is my goal. To work for myself and provide opportunity to our people. Mm, I, I love it. I love it. And speaking of uh, Black Tech Twitter, I know this is something I definitely want to talk about. So, what what was the start of it? What made you like you know come up with that? Um. So, <laughs> I saw a tweet from someone else who I, I want to shout her out at Nerd Nomad Mom. Oh yeah, that's, the, that's the homie. Shout no, out to Ari. Shout out to Ari. Ari. Yeah. She wrote, I, for, I can't remember exactly what she wrote. She wrote something about black people and technology. Um, 
And I, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, you know, ever since I got on Twitter, that's when I realized that there's black people in tech. Mm-hmm. And I, would have, I wouldn't have known that because, like I said, you don't see that out here. Um, so I just put out a tweet. I was like, what does black Twitter, because we all know black Twitter is a thing. Mm-hmm. So I was like, what does black Twitter in tech look like? And I didn't expect anything from that. It was just a regular tweet, and it ended up catching fire. crazy. Created this community. So... Yeah, it wasn't intentional at all, but I'm happy that this is the outcome, you know? Mm. Well, what would you um say has been, like, the biggest accomplishment you've had with Black Tech Twitter as far as, like, meeting all these different people and networking and seeing, like, the growth come from the community as a whole? Um, I think just knowing that people, that we feel connected now, like, like we found each other, like, to mm. me, that's a win. Um, anytime people have like people have gotten job offers internships and you know get get flown to conferences all because of black tech twitter like because of the network that it's created to me that's a win like all those little things it doesn't even matter if a black person is (laughs) whether they got an opportunity or whatever they collaborated with someone like that's a win for me Mm. you know that's what i want i want us i want us to keep growing our community and be able to like I don't know, just circulate within each other, if that mm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes perfect sense. And as far as, far as uh, the Black Tech Pipeline, like, what is the 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 goal for that? So I, I created Black Tech Pipeline to sort of centralize Black Tech Twitter mm-hmm. because, like, it's on Twitter, which is great because that's a great platform. But, but I want true. to have, right. yeah, yeah. I, need a pla- I want a platform for right. Black Tech Twitter. Right. Um, so that's what it is and like there's a bunch of projects going on right now with Black Tech Pipeline like we're playing a hackathon we're doing a Twitter chat we're gonna have merch um, we're gonna have a website there's a lot going on but (laughs) it's all to continue promoting and bringing exposure to black people and technology and I want us again to collaborate with each other and Mm. my, my ultimate goal is to take Black Tech Pipeline and collaborate with different industries. So that means black people in finance, black people um, in medicine, in real estate, uh, farming, whatever. I want us to be connected with one another so that, again, we can circulate our own money within our own community. Mm. So that's, that's my end goal. But like, I'm taking my baby steps to get there. Mm, I love, honestly, I, I love what you're talking the about. The powers and the I, connections. I, I, I love it, I love it. And uh, I forgot what I was just about to say real quick. But oh, this, this is what I was gonna say. Do you do you? I know I I spoke on it like early in the show. Do you like fear? Do you fear like us getting left behind in the technology field? Because I feel like so many of us we we not paying attention like as much as we should. And do you feel like? Do you feel like we gonna get left behind? Um, like I hope not. <laughs> but I do fear for us, and and honestly, that it, it's not our fault. It is not our fault. We. It all starts if you if you think about it, it trickles down all the way to the school system where we don't get the resources and right. we don't get exposure. We don't know about these programs. We don't know that there's more than just what's inside our community where they've left us with nothing, you know? So we are, it's almost like we're limited. And so that's why we always need to go back and let these kids know, like, you know, there's these other opportunities, there's other options that you can take advantage of. And don't just go back and tell them that. Help them get there. Pave the way, you know? Mm. Um, so, like, yes, I'm scared, but at the same time, 
like, especially now with Black Tech Peter and Black Tech Pipeline, I'm like, all right, like, we're doing it. We're, we're getting there, but we need more. We need more of that. We need more people willing um, to make that part of their job and part of their work mm. and mission to always just go back to our communities, let them know that there's mm. more out there. Mm. What are um, some of the different ways someone can get involved in tech? Like, what are the different jobs or different um, opportunities out there? <sighs> to get involved in tech? Or to get started or something? Yeah, to get started. Like, what, like, what, you said you were a front-end developer? Yeah, she's front-end developer. So, like, what are the different, like, job titles out there that someone can go towards to be in tech? I think... Um, Black people are very creative, and we we can we express we ex, like how can I explain it? We express anything we go through usually through like music and writing and drawing and things like that. I feel like, and I wish I knew this before getting into tech that you can become a designer, like a UX designer, a graphic designer, because um, that's all very artistic and it's very creative and. Um, I feel like a lot of, from what I've seen, because I do talk at a lot of elementary schools, is kids, they shy away from computer science because they think it's It's like math, science, it's too hard and I can't do it. I'm going to stick to like rapping and basketball. And that's what they stick to. And I'm like, no, it's actually extremely creative. You're bringing ideas to life. You're just doing it through tech. Mm -hmm. So I think just letting them, being aware that it's, it's very creative, you know, and you're not you're not taken away from your passion. You're still building things. Mm. And what what I really like about your story is, like it's it's inspiring because you really learned all this stuff as an adult. You know, a lot of times when you talk to people that's in the tech field, it's like, man, I've been doing this since I was a kid. I started messing mm-hmm. with computers, started doing this. So it's like showing that, like I don't want to say anybody can do it because I know it could be hard. But I mean, if you put the time in and focus. You could, yeah. you know what I mean, get involved in tech. So that, like, like that's that's super, super dope to me. And uh, another another thing I was gonna say is, have you thought about like doing like a uh Black Tech Twitter summit, something like Afro Tech or something? That just came to my I, mind. I, I want to, I want to. These are all things I want to do, <laughs> but it's like I gotta figure out how to do it and who to partner with. And yeah. I mean, I'm talking to a lot of people so that I can understand how all of that works and comes together mm. um that's really that's like a a network that's that's a mission right there mm, yeah that's true you know, yeah that happen but that that would that is another goal of mine yeah that would be so dope like i could definitely see you doing it with something like especially when since you have like a community mm-hmm. of people in black tech twitter i could i could definitely see people flying to wherever it is to, to, <laughs> oh yeah 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 i could see people that. want to do it they've been asking for it you know mm-hmm. yeah. i'm willing i'm just <laughs> I'm <gonna do> whatever. <laughs> and uh i was gonna another question i i seen like one of your one of your tweets you mentioned a while ago you were saying um you said you wanted to act in Hollywood before all of this, but you hated it. And I and I seen, I'm like, yeah. I, I, what you were saying, I was like, wow, that's. I want her to talk about that just for the people, even people that might that might be something they're interested in, like they could look out for it. So, do you mind talking about that? Yeah. So yeah, so I, I wanted to be an actress. I wanted the whole lifestyle where you know you got paparazzi chasing you. Right. <laughs> like I wanted that, but um. You know, I know. I mean, I never got there, but just trying to break into the industry is very uncomfortable, and I don't like how it made me feel. It made me feel like I could not trust no nobody, mm. no one. Like 
everyone was there, you know, they were using you because who you knew, how you could, you know, how they could benefit from you. Um, and it's scary, like, to feel like you can't trust anyone, that's, that's scary to me. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I'm like, I mean, I mean, I've even had situations where I'm at auditions and like the people behind the camera asking me questions. You know, they're not supposed to ask you these, but because they can tell you're new to the industry, they'll willingly take advantage of you. Do you want <laughs> the like, like if you don't want to answer, that's cool. But like, do you like what kind of questions? Because I want like, because I, I know we get a lot of people that listen. It's probably somebody that's trying to go down that same path, and I want them to know like they ain't got to be taken advantage of. Uh, anyway, right. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been, for uh, a music video, I've been asked if <laughs> I would um, do sexual favors for this certain artist. And I know they weren't supposed to ask me that. But mm. you know, me sitting there saying, yeah, I moved out here from Boston. I'm all happy and chipper. And, right. you know, I'm excited. And they can tell they're like, oh, she don't know. She don't know anything. And, you know, they're, they're sitting there asking these things on camera. And, I mean... Wow. That, That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's a thing. I mean, I, I have plenty of stories. <laughs> I don't people... I don't, I don't like that industry. <laughs> I really don't. How long did you pursue it? Uh, four or five years. Not because at first I tried to be a writer and director for movies. I, I lived in New York. Um, so I was pursuing that at first and then I was like, you know what? I want to be an actress. And then I upped and moved to LA. So it's kind of scattered, but mm-hmm. within that time frame, like five years. Mm-hmm. But the main thing I get from that is that when you got an idea and you want something, it seems like you just go for it. And that's like super dope. Like you just get up and like how you say you just went to the boot camp for tech and <laughs> all that. Like you just yeah, go I'm for it. I'm yeah. like, I have to, I won't know unless I try, I got to do it and mm-hmm. I might fail, but you can always I mean, come back. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, learn from me. And you won't know unless you try. As, as as cliche as that sound, it's like the realest thing in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Mm-hmm. And I could tell just from our like this is my first time talking to you. I could tell from this conversation that you that you kinda like in a uh transition phase, it seems like a life like you in a life changing moment, it seems like. Even though you didn't say it, that's the kind of vibe I get. Like you like going into a new like realm of things and like opportunities. And, and like, Oh I, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what's happening. Of, I keep telling people that it's all because of Twitter. Yeah, like, yeah. Black Twitter happened, and then all these opportunities started coming to me, which I'm very grateful for. Um, but, like, I learned, like, if you really want to take advantage of something, like, you got to grab it, you know? Mm. As soon as something blows up, you got to grab it, or else it's going to just Pass fade on. away. Mm. Remember it? So, for me, I'm just like, every opportunity that comes my way, I'm just going to say yes. Mm. <laughs> and that's it. Because that's how you maintain it. And so that's just what I've been doing. And it's a lot of work. But like I said, I'm a risk taker. Like, I'm going to do it. And whatever mm-hmm. happens, happens. And that's very, like, that's very interesting. Because the truth is, most people don't have that mindset. And, uh, you know, this is a show where we always talk about mentality and mindset. So my question to yeah. you is, like, what, like, what makes you have that mindset? Were you okay with just taking a risk and, like, taking an L? you like, whatever. Whatever happens, happens. Right. I don't know. I honestly don't know, to be honest. <laughs> I've always been that way. Like, and like I said, I wanted to be an actress. I watch a lot of movies and I get inspired by movies. And you see the, the films with people who are risk takers and, mm. 
you know, like I'll leave the movie theater having watching a superhero movie and I'll leave their film like I'm a hero. You know? <laughs> like that's just and I don't know, I think that's what kinda drives me a little bit. I can like I don't know, I, I can't really explain it. That's just who I am. I'm a risk taker. Yeah. And it is it's and that's funny because like I feel the same way and I can't really explain it. And I'm like now I'm getting to the point where I think it's just like if you were one of those people, it's just like something that you just got. It's like you were just like, I don't really know how to explain this is just me. I can't really yeah. explain it to you. So that's that's right. that's very interesting though. But I definitely commend you for that because like I said, most people like they'll think of doing it for a, for the longest. But they won't actually take the step because they think of all the worst case scenarios that could happen, how everything mm-hmm. could go bad. But people like us, really, we think of that, but we still think of but everything good that could happen. And then we like, if I don't do it, I'm going to be like, man, I don't want to be old and thinking like, man, like, I should have done What if? What, yeah, what could have happened if feeling. I did? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, I did do that. And somehow, like, with my acting, I did, I feel like if I kept pursuing it for real and you know, went really hard. Mm-hmm. Maybe I could made it. I'll never know. But mm-hmm. I did. I feel like I did give up on that dream. And um, I felt resentment towards myself for that. And I think that's what really makes me like a risk taker mm-hmm. even more. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, you know, it, I'm not going to skip out on a dream again. I'm not going to miss another opportunity, you know, because mm-hmm. L.A. ended badly. <laughs> but and I was like, ah, I'm done. But mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting because I I know a couple of people that have had L.A. stories that went bad because they were pursuing acting careers. So I, I, yeah. I always like talking to people about that because I'm like, man, that's because I know some pe- people watch movies and stuff. And they see Hollywood. They think it's just like something like, you know what I mean? Super like some fairy, some fairy tale stuff. So I'm like, well, straight out the movie. <laughs> straight out. <laughs> I'm telling you that. To me, that industry, there's evil in there. There's everybody evil says in there. that. Everybody says. Everybody. Uh, yeah. Everybody says that. So yeah. that, that's all crazy. But uh, getting getting uh back into tech, like, so, like, where do you see, where do you see like the tech industry going within the next five, like, ten years? Did you steal my question? No. Oh, <laughs> you stole my question. Yeah, you, you I'm sorry. Um. I don't know, but I what I do know is artificial intelligence mm. and machine learning <laughs> level. I mean, you know, I, I think just the America itself, we're, we're already behind mm-hmm. in that aspect. But like, I mean, we're going to keep progressing, but it, it scares me a little bit because I think even jobs like web development, even those are going to be at risk because of artificial intelligence, because you already have things like Squarespace and Wix and Shopify and who knows they're going to continue to automate that and optimize it. Like then what now web developers out of a job? Like, I don't know if that's going to happen in the next five years, but I I do see that becoming a threat eventually. Mm. So that's, 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 that's interesting. And like you said, America, for people who don't know, America is behind as far as like AI and technology. Because I remember uh, about a year ago, we went to a uh, we went to like a tech summit. It was like a blockchain tech summit in Silicon Valley, and it was pretty much it was pretty much all Asians there. We were the we were the only two black people there. It was pretty much all Asians, a couple white people, whatever. And they were showing all these new technologies. They trying to pretty much infiltrate America with. 
And it was like, when I tell you it was mind-blowing, it's literally, like, mind-blowing. And it's like, every everything was something, it was like, it's going to take away a lot of, like, jobs. For, See, that's for, the yeah. scary part, because it's like, I feel like technology is good to assist us and make some aspects of our life easier. Mm-hmm. But the fact that, like, I read an article, like, they're getting rid of so many, like, basic, like, you already see they're getting rid of, um, what's of it, customer service, like, the people, the cash registers, you can go through the line now and do it yourself. They're talking about getting rid of truck drivers, having the cars drive themselves, like, yep. it's so like, min- much stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, it's scary. It would be cool if it's like, oh, we're we're developing all of these cool techno- technological products and enhancing this and that because we want humans to have more time to themselves. Like, okay, yeah. that's cool. <laughs> 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 I can be or something. I don't know. Like, um, but it's not like that. No, it's it's not. like, what is the purpose then? Like, what's going to happen to mm-hmm. everyone without a job? Like what? Do, what do y'all plan on doing then? That's what, that's yeah. and that's when they start talking about that UBI, that universal basic income stuff, which is yeah. like I, it's something I don't, I don't. I'm not necessarily. I don't rock with. That's not something I rock Again, with. Again, yeah. I don't trust the government, and I don't. I do not believe that they have black people's best that's interests. True. Like I don't trust it. I don't know what they're planning on doing. Um, but that that's terrifying. It's, a, it's it another is. reason we need more black people in mm-hmm. technology. Yep, we should producing technology for us mm. you know because they're not doing it artificial intelligence doesn't even recognize our own skin tone exactly. like it, literally <laughs> and that's something i want to touch on because you tweeted you tweeted how a lot of these things are made with us not being in mind at all so it's like mm-hmm. it, it, it doesn't even recognize like you know what i mean so i want do you mind diving into that right i mean so these the the engineers that are working on these products they're mainly white men. Um, So when they're testing these products, they're testing it on their own skin tone for Mm. visibility. They're not, but they're not thinking about us. Like if it's not your problem, why would you think about it? You know, Uh, which, okay, but that's why you have a diverse, um, a a diverse uh, company because now you have people of all backgrounds who look different, who are thinking of their people as well. Mm. So you can develop, you can develop, for everyone, not just one type of person. Um, and it's funny because some people say, oh, good, like, we don't want machines to recognize us because, I don't know, machine, right. machines take the whole world, like some type of movie thing. <laughs> it's like, likely that's probably not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but you you want these people to recognize you because what if these are things that start curing diseases and, you know, just to that type of extent, you want you're gonna want that you're gonna want to benefit from that and if we're not being thought of then it's not for us like we can't take advantage of it that's a problem that's a problem so mm-hmm. and i look at the the police are even using ai to yep. track down track, to track down criminals and they're t- they're grabbing the wrong people because they're like <laughs> oh black let me just grab them yeah. right. like, they're not thinking of that we're not thought of, and that is mm. a problem. It is hurting us. It's a major, that, and that's why more of us have to get into that industry so we could be the ones working on these things and keeping us in right. mind while we're working on it. Because another thing right. I don't think people realize is with AI, well, what's going on with AI? Like no job is exempt. Like I seen, like when at the at the little summit thing we went to, they had a thing where they working on a 
a robot that's going to perform surgeries on people, taking away the like the the doctors. The, the doctors. Like so, it's doctors. They had they even had a thing where they had planes being flown without pilots. So it's going to take away pilots, and that's mm-hmm. just a small right. portion. Of it. Like it was a much much more than that. I'm not going to go into the whole thing. But it's like, it's going to get crazy. And I'm not trying to scare people. It sounds like but a conspiracy. It's, it's right. It sounds like a conspiracy or nothing. I ain't trying to scare people. I'm just telling you what I, what I was there and what I saw and what, seeing what they were working on. So I'm like, man, it's going to get real. So it's like, if you're not most importantly keeping up with the times, trying to know mm-hmm. what's going on, get involved in it, you're going to be right. left behind. Like you have, it's not even, don't even just like read about it to stay, mm-hmm. in, to stay up to date. Like you need to actually be active in learning how to do Dude. these things. Mm-hmm. Like, if you can't beat them, join them. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, if you can't be a pilot because a machine took over, then be the one building that machine. Build the one building the machine, exactly. Like, that, you don't have another option. Exactly. Unless you're willing to, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen, but, you know, if you don't want to be affected in that way, then you, you've got to do it. You've got to um, get active and mm-hmm. just join the industry. Join the industry. Like, I, I always say, I'm like, I'm like, it's going to be, as much as things that's going to be taken away, it's going to be a lot of opportunity that comes with it as well because mm-hmm. it's the first wave of things. So it's going to be a lot of jinx, a lot of things messing up. So if you could be the person that's know how to fix those things, you're going to make a lot of money. Um, yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know, could build them. Right. You know, build them. You'll make your money. You'll have job security. Yeah. Like, you know. You just got to just be be open to and watch what's going on. Like just watch what's going on to the opportunity. That's all. I, that's that's all. I, no, I, I, that's why I want these kids. It's really hard to tell a kid like you have to do this because of this. Like kids don't care. Yeah, they don't. Like, yeah. And they're like, they're like, oh, I'm gonna do this. I want. I'm a, I'm aspiring to do this. And it's like, I wish I could tell you that's great. Go do it. But in reality, things are, <laughs> things are changing. Things right. are different mm-hmm. now. And, that's <laughs> that's so funny because like I like I be thinking to myself a lot. I'm like, man, like when I have kids, like I'm I'm have like I really think like I'm gonna have them like in some like boot camp, like where they not like <laughs> like where they not even, not even seeing like what everybody else is doing because I don't want them to think like, oh, I'm I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna be a rapper, I'm gonna be a basketball player. I don't even want that to be in their mind. I want them to be like, which right. some people were not <laughs> right <Yeah>. exactly. <laughs> With some people, I, yeah. I had a conversation. They're like, "What? You can't like your kids." Should you should let do them do what they I'm want. I'm like, "Nah, man. It's we going through a total different times that we never seen before. Like, I'm not going. You know what I mean? It's not fair. And you know what? It's us. It's black people who have to. We have to be the ones to sacrifice our child's dream mm. and force them to do this because we don't have we don't have generational wealth. Mm. We, you know, <laughs> our parents weren't weren't the slave masters mm. who passed down all these things to our children and grandchildren whatever like that that's that's not our fault and mm. but we, we have to deal with the repercussions of that mm. and it, this whole conversation <laughs> angers me <because> <laughs> we were put here this is not our fault but yeah. we still gotta like, we gotta fit we gotta be it up. We gotta, yeah and that's man that's so deep and powerful what you just said like sometimes we, we might have to sacrifice our kids uh dreams Mm-hmm. Man, like, not e- and some people might hear that and they'd be like, "What?" That might sound crazy <laughs> to some people, but it's like right. we don't really have the the space and the time and the 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 pretty much time to waste to be doing like BS BS work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you got to be doing some real stuff that's contributing to like to to, to the advancement 
of us, really. Yeah. We have to. We're already behind because yeah. of slavery. We're already behind. <laughs> Way you know? behind. Again, not our fault, but... It is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. And we still we still making up for... So with some of us, we might be making up for our parents' mess, you know, mistakes, their parents' mistakes. You know, hope we just we just don't want our kids to be trying to make up for our mistakes. We want them to give exactly. we want to give them something where they could like build, build on upon top, it. build upon it. Where they like, man, I had a head start. Like, man, like you know, what I mean? what's better than right. that? Like, yeah. <laughs> and I um I feel like that same energy a lot of parents have with telling their kids like, oh, go to college, go get you a nice job, and all that. You need to have that same energy with telling them start a business, get in tech, you know, do all this right. other, get in real estate, do these different things to build up generational wealth for the next generations exactly. to come. Exactly. That's facts. That's facts. And and with with do you like uh, with you like actually being in tech and working in it every day? Are you seeing a like? Do you feel like there's a shift happening with more people getting involved, more more black people getting involved? You know what I mean, or no? Um, I think from. So not not like if I'm at work, I don't see right. black people getting involved. I think so. Ever since I got on Twitter, I realized okay, there are black people getting involved. There are black people already in the industry. There are black CEOs. There are black founders. There are black um, evangel developer evangelists. I think it's called like we we have that like it it, it exists, mm -hmm. um, but we do need more of it. And I think. For me, the problem is that I didn't know any of this until I got on Twitter, which makes mm. me mad. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, I, I'm a grown-ass woman. <laughs> but I, I didn't get to see it, which is, I guess that's the beauty of, you know, social, social media, media. And the, is that it's going to connect you with people all over. So you're going to you're gonna see more than you than you would see just outside. Um, wow. That's good. And that's good. Yeah. That's how, uh, another question I have, how... How powerful do you think, do you feel that Twitter is? Because what's crazy is most of the connections and, like, friendships that I've built over the past six months has been through Twitter. It's people that I meet, I talk to, or people that we come on the show, we talk and met through Twitter. So I'm like, man, and I just got on Twitter last year. So I'm like, how, how powerful do you feel Twitter is? Oh, man, like... If I had to delete every app off my phone, I'll do it. But I'm not deleting Twitter. Like, Twitter is so amazing. And it's so funny to say that Twitter... I don't know. It's, like, funny to say, yeah, social media. Like, right. uh, uh, but no, Twitter is so... Like, I got on Twitter September of 2018. Me too. Uh, <laughs> same month. Same month and everything. Yeah. Like, the opportunities that I've come across and I've received are more than I've, I don't know, more than I've ever gotten <laughs> before I got on Twitter. I don't even know how to explain it. Like, I just tell people, get on Twitter. Like, mm -hmm. I can list out all of the accomplishments, all the opportunities I've had and taken advantage of, all of the connections yep. I've made. You know, I'm talking to people I never thought I'd ever get a chance to speak to, yep. you know? Like, I mean, that's amazing. It is. Twitter, mm -hmm. it is. Twitter is it. I like that you... It. I like that you say that because one of the topic of discussions I've seen on Twitter is the whole debate, like, should you be on Twitter to um, build connections and, you know, build opportunities for, or for yourself, or should you just be on there for entertainment? And that's kind of like an ongoing debate, but I always tell people, like, no, you need to be on there doing something bigger than just watching videos and memes all day. Like, get to know some people, find out their backgrounds. Yeah. 
I completely agree. If you're on Twitter not to make connections and not to grow your network mm-hmm. and collaborate with people, you're doing it wrong. I'm like, I'm curious about your life. Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. like what are your intentions? What are you actually doing? Mm-hmm. You know? Like, yep. you gotta realize it's a powerful tool. This is a powerful, powerful. platform. And and I tweeted that before, and it got a lot of, a lot of people was commenting like, "What? I'm just on here to laugh. Like you too damn serious." That's what I'm like, okay. I'm like, mm-hmm. and I was like, and I and I, my response was, I'm like, no offense, and that's probably why you broke because you can't recognize opportunity even when it's yes. right in front of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what? And you know what? If you if that's how want you want to use Twitter, then you know what? More opportunities for me. Less exactly. Yeah. If, if that's how you're gonna use and that's how you, it, that's fine with me. Yep. I'll take it. You know. <laughs> and people and some people who not on there or don't understand the power of social media, they might hear us saying, like, the hearing of us saying Twitter is amazing and be like, "What? They taking it too far?" Well, that's just that's, that's, you don't understand. You're not using it right. If you don't <laughs> like, if you don't like feel that statement, you just using it the wrong way. You know. Exactly. <laughs> the, yeah. The, yeah. The, it's, it's true. It's as simple as that. Because, like you said, even the, the tweet that you said before, you said Twitter changed changed your <laughs> <Yeah>. life. It did. It did. In a matter of how many months from September to now, exactly. Nothing. That's less than that's less than a mm-hmm. year. So that's amazing. Right. Like, man, that's <laughs> that's that's not that's that's really amazing. That's like everything you doing is like super 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 dope. And like you you got our support with whatever like. Whatever you need, anything you ever need, like feel free to reach out to us or mm-hmm. whenever. If it's far as promoting anything, any I don't care what it is. Like you gotta like, cause I I love what you're doing and what you stand for for real. Like what you're doing is super 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 dope. Thank you, I appreciate y'all. <laughs> and same for y'all. Whatever you need, I'm in touch one of that. Thank whatever. you. I, got you. Nah, seriously, seriously. And uh, like before we wrap this up, cause I know uh, you're on the time slot. Is where. Where can the people find you, reach out to you, hit you up or whatever to get more information on, on all the things you're doing? Um, so you can, obviously, Twitter at Paris Athena. <laughs> uh, I have, um, there's also Black Tech Pipeline. Mm-hmm. It's at BT Pipeline on Twitter. Um, we now have a newsletter. Um, it just launched and the first new- newsletter will come out next week. Um, also, BT Pipeline on Instagram, Paris Athena on Instagram. Um I think I think that's it. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to make sure you don't forget nothing. But de- definitely everybody follow her on all those things. Like mm-hmm. she 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 gives a lot of game, a lot of value that everybody could take something from. So I would definitely advise everybody to follow her on all those platforms, especially Twitter network. You know, try to reach out, chop it up, whatever. Network. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> but but definitely we. We like I said, we definitely like appreciate you coming on, taking time out your day to talk to us. We're gonna have to bring you back again with like a six months or a year from now when you did, because <laughs> yep. I know it's gonna <coughs> excuse me, it's gonna be even more big things. <laughs> I know it's gonna be a it's, it's gonna be even more more game and a more like insightful conversation to have. Mm-hmm. So I can't wait for like another six months or a year from now to do this again. Uh, thank you. I'm definitely. excited. Definitely. This was fun. I like this a lot. Thank Good you. Thank you. Definitely a lot. Great conversation. <laughs> I like it's crazy. It's crazy. And I like usually when we bring people on the show, like the stuff we were just talking about as far as like bla- like black investment, that's never like part of like because I don't really know. Like I can't really gauge how people feel about those things, so I just plan to strictly strict like on the business side, keep it like you know what I mean. But then we get into that, I feel like that conversation is just as more powerful. So it's yeah. like it's dope. 
to have those conversations too. You you gotta be honest. You gotta be honest. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. you gotta tell it how it is because too many people are trying to keep quiet and protect their network or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not about that. Yeah, me neither. Anybody like I can't. That's one thing I can't do. If somebody like if somebody asks me a question is that's black related, you better you better be ready to t- for me to tell you exactly how I feel. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. I'm gonna be like, yo, that's some bullshit, or no, right. this is what it is. Like, don't ask if you don't want to read. Yep, yep. But we appreciate you. I ain't gonna uh, hold you on for too long. We appreciate you, and we'll be keeping in touch with you as well. All right, I will keep in touch with you. This was great. Thank you so much. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. Talk to you soon. All right, bye. All right, bye. Bye. All right, guys, so that was another episode of the Millionaire Mindsets with Paris Athena. Like she said, uh, all you guys can follow her on Twitter, Instagram, all that things at Paris, P-A-R-I-S-S-A-T-H-E-N-A. She's doing a lot of great things, dope things, and I was super, like I said, I advise all y'all to follow her and pay attention to what she's doing. And uh, for those who don't know and wrapping up, you guys can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Xavier C. Miller. Uh, Facebook, Xavier Xavier Miller. And Deanna, she's going to give you her information as well. And you can follow me on Twitter at Deanna as Kent. Instagram and Facebook is Deanna Kent. And um, you can text at mmindsets to 81010 to join our daily text subscription. Again, that is at the at sign. Uh, M-Mindsets to 81010. And that is it, guys. Appreciate you all for listening to another episode. See you guys next episode. Peace. On the way to the big check. You ain't know I'm up next when I'm on the way. You ain't take a risk because you're too afraid. I'ma just eat till I'm overweight. On the way. A whole lot of shit on the way. On the way.